0: Welcome to WDW for Families, the original family-friendly trip planning podcast, helping you plan your Disney vacation for over five years.
1: All right, welcome to WDW for Families, and welcome back, everyone. We are so excited to be back with you guys. I'm here with three of our six regulars, or actually four of our six regulars, and forgive us for being gone for the holidays. We just all got really busy and, you know, it's it's just hard to get back in the groove after the holidays. But I am here with Charity. Charity, say hello to everyone.
2: Hello, everyone.
1: Yeah, all right. And, of course, <laughs> the, uh, the uh, classic, Randy J. Whitman is here.
0: Classic, like Coke classic, like the original. Yeah, like... Like, I couldn't think of a better word. <laughs> I mean, I'll take classic. Oh, that's fine.
1: All right. And the undeniable, Mark is here. Mark, with a new phone, we may hear Mark better today.
3: I, I sure hope so. You can't hear me any worse. So <laughs> there's only room for improvement.
1: All right. So we have representatives from three states. We have four people here to talk Disney with you today. We are talking about the return of Run Disney. The 2022 Run Disney Marathon Weekend took place just a few days ago. We're going to talk about it, but first, let's talk about Christmas and New Year's and what this year heads for everybody. So did anyone else get Disney-themed gifts? So I'm gonna guess that Charity did. So I'm gonna go to Charity first. She's the most likely, I think, to have gotten Disney themed gifts. <laughs> did you get a Disney themed gift, Charity?
2: I did. I did actually. Um, Jeremy pulled out all the stops and got me something that um, you know I, I never would have expected in a million years. Um, I had months ago uh, shown him that Tokyo Disney Resort has these adorable popcorn tongs and he managed to uh he managed to get them sent the whole way from Japan for my Christmas presents.
1: You said popcorn tongs? Popcorn tongs?
2: Yes. Okay. Yes so they are tiny little tongs uh, that they're black and they have Mickey Mouse's gloves on the end and they are to ha- grab one kernel of popcorn at a time so that you don't have to touch it. And then it has this cute little holder with little Mickey ears and you just put it in a little holder so it keeps all nice and sanitary when you're not using them.
1: Wow. I, you could I'm have given a me a million my, guesses. and I, I'm would not I have, have found
2: f- my people and they are in I, Japan.
0: How thin would I be if I ate my popcorn with tongs, one kernel at a time, I would lose all my weight right there. That would be a diet plan. It's
3: like popcorn chopsticks.
0: Yeah.
1: Okay. Mark, I'm going in order of likelihood to have gotten a Disney <laughs> gift. Mark, most, did you get the Disney <laughs> gift? Um, the fact that I've been thinking
3: about it since you started asking this question, I'm going to have to go with no because I've been not able to think of anything Disney related that I got for Christmas. So the best I can stretch is I have a podcasting video capable phone for WDW for families.
1: There you go. Charity is showing us the popcorn tongs, which look like tweezers to me. Um, oversized. Some level. All right, Randy, I'm, I'm going to guess the answer is no, but give us the answer.
0: No, I don't know that I got anything Disney. However, I did give Disney theme stuff. So Beth got, uh, we got her the 50th anniversary magic band, the white one, uh, which I had to get on eBay. And, uh, that was, uh, more than sticker price. Uh, so that was disappointing, but she, she's very happy with it. So that's good. Um, the girls got uh, t-shirts that say that are the Disney Mustos and has like a picture of the lady from the Disney Mustos. Um, oh nice So that's kind of inside not everybody would get it um, but that was a lot of fun and I'm sure there's other things that I forgot about but but uh, we definitely uh, oh Beth got a sweatshirt that was you know uh, D- Disney World themed. So we definitely gave gifts that were Disney themed.
1: All right, that's nice. Okay, so and what about
2: you, Todd? Oh, what did you think it was Disney themed?
1: Well, I got a uh, my f- I got a lot of stuff that was Disney themed this year. I got a Mr. Toad shirt uh, that I liked. I got a um, a sweatshirt that is the Hitchhiking Ghost hitchhiking, but it's not the Hitchhiking Ghost. It's Frankenberry Count chocula and booberry doing the hitchhiking ghost pose and it's it's really clever and then I got a um, what was the big Disney gift I got oh so for like 15 years I've been looking for this uh, uh Christmas um automatronic Donald Duck that's like fighting with Christmas lights and he's always like 150 160 bucks on eBay. And my wife didn't even know I've been hunting this thing for years. Like, like every month or so, I'll go on eBay and look for it. She found it at a thrift store in North Carolina for 60 bucks and got it for Christmas. And it was a total shock because she has no idea. I've been looking for this thing for over a decade. And because I didn't want to pay 150 bucks for it, I knew I would eventually find it for cheaper, but she did it. So that was a huge surprise. I was very proud of that. Very excited about that. Anyways, those are our Disney Christmas gifts. I've got one more Disney-related holiday question before we move on, okay? Do you have any New Year's resolutions this year? What is your New Year's resolution? And then tell me, how many times do you plan on going to Disney this year? So we're going to start with Charity. Charity, you start New Year's resolution. And how many times are you going to Disney this year?
2: Um let's see new year's resolutions and theme you know spend more time focused on the family and be more organized um but let's see disney trips it'll probably be two or three
1: can i take a time out real quick can we yeah. all just revisit the fact that charity just said be more organized like, how much more organized could somebody be? Like, I mean, <laughs> how...
0: Only organized people say that.
1: That's ridiculous, Charity.
2: <laughs> <laughs> no, you know what? Uh, I, today, I went to pick my son up from school, and, um, and they came out, and the teachers were they're like, we don't know, he, 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 wasn't, he wasn't in the room to, to come out for the, for the, uh, the parent pickup line. Uh, we're we're going to try to track him down, and then while waiting, went oh, Tuesday. The kids are in in the little club on Tuesdays. He's not going to come out right now, <laughs> so I do need to get a little more organized. I <laughs> think I need to pay attention to my calendar a little bit better. <laughs> mm-hmm. But um yeah, I think Disney. It, it's probably going to be two at the max three this year. Um, I think we we've definitely fallen into the realm of really enjoying our universal passes. And so um, that's not to say we're only going to make a few trips to Florida this year, um, but we have a number that are already planned out that are going to be either you know, universal or um, we've got Legoland coming up in a couple weeks. So, so I think we're, we're spreading it out. We're spreading out the love uh, In past years, it would be, all Disney trips and this year it'll be a little more varied. All right, Randy. Randy, what about you? You know,
0: I don't do really well with um New Year's resolutions. I think uh one is to uh, eat better for the month of January. So that's I'm halfway <laughs> through that. Um I don't I don't really set a whole year's worth of stuff usually. Uh but no, think things are good with us. We're happy we're I mean, I'm, I'm just enjoying enjoying the moment and enjoying uh, where we are right now. So, uh, I I don't, I don't have a lot of want, so it's, we're in a good place. Uh, As far as Disney trips, this is an on year for us. Last year was less. This year is more Disney. So, uh, we have, uh, one trip already in the books and, uh, four that are scheduled with hotel rooms already paid for. Um, which is why I'm hoping they come out with annual passes soon so that I can get an annual pass. Uh, but, uh, yeah. So, and on, oh, we're also in this year where we have at least three hotels booked, uh, excuse me, four hotels booked with Disney that we've never stayed at. So, uh, that's a lot for us. Um,
1: okay. Time, time out. I'm going to guess Riviera. Okay. Um, that was my sta- God. Yeah, Riviera, you've never stayed at. Uh, I've never, never stayed Animation. at Riviera. Art. Not
0: on the list, though I've never stayed there. It's not on the list.
1: Uh man, I thought you'd stayed at all these places. Uh, where have you not stayed? Well, <laughs> I, I, I'll, I'll give you a hint.
0: I'll give you a hint. When I say Disney Hotel, I'm saying
3: on-site at Disney
0: or Disney-owned.
3: Old Key West, Grand Floridian. Contemporary in the A-frame.
0: No. You, you, you got some. The not not the Swalfin, but we did just stay at the Dolphin. That's one of them. You mentioned Riviera. And uh, Grand Floridian was mentioned. That's three. And then the fourth one is actually not at Disney World. It's at Vero Beach. So oh, okay. it's a Disney property at Vero oh. Beach.
1: Okay. Well, so now that fun. we all now that we all feel inadequate, we'll go over to Mark. Mark, uh, what is your New Year's resolution? Do you plan on going to Disney this year?
3: Well, yeah, tough act to follow, uh, to say the least. Um, I do not have a trip on the books for this year. Um, I do have a overall trip planned, so we are working toward an adoption, and that will be the adoption celebration trip. We don't know have a date on that. So it could be 6 months, it could be a year and 6 months. Um as far as new year's resolutions, I don't do real well with them cuz I fail by the mid month. So I I try to steer clear of that guaranteed uh failure.
1: All right. Well, I don't I if I do new year's resolutions, I usually keep them. But this year I did not do one, so I'm not going to keep one. So I <laughs> As far as that goes. Uh, so I, actually, I am keeping my New Year's resolution by not making a New Year's resolution and not keeping it. So as far as trips, of course, we just got back from one. We I. OK, so I don't know, but I think I'm going in a week. My wife has this mystery planned for us because it's my birthday coming up and all signs point to me going somewhere. So I don't know. It's Wait. a big birthday. So it's a big celebration. Um, she's you're, just told me. To you keep, think
2: you're going to Florida, but you're not sure?
1: I think I'm going to California, actually. I can't say it too loud. She's upstairs. <laughs> so anyways. Okay. So the other thing is, uh, we are planning on going to, uh, we're planning on going in October probably. So I think, that I think it'll just be those two trips this year, but we always take another one. So I'm I'm sure. Well, but you, but you
0: just had one.
1: Yeah, it's we usually go three times, and that's what I what I'm guessing will happen. Anyways, yada yada. Uh, so, Run Disney is back, and I think that was a big deal with a lot of people over the, uh, the the marathon weekend. Of course, they already had the wine and dine half marathon back in November, which was the first official return of Run Disney to Disney World. So this was the second voyage from post-pandemic world of Run Disney. Um, And I ran the Dopey Challenge again. This was my ninth official Dopey Challenge. Um, There are 420 of us that have run every Dopey Challenge that are left. I felt really bad because, you know, I'm on a Facebook group with everybody who's run all the Dopeys, and there were two people that had to lose their perfect status because they got covid while we were there so they tested positive after one tested positive after the 5k and one tested positive after the 10k so if you're not familiar with run disney the walt disney world marathon weekend is a series of races as we've talked about before where they run a 5k which is a three mile race a 10k which is a six mile race A half marathon, which is thirteen point one miles, and then a full marathon, twenty six point two miles, on Sunday, and so those are. And if you do all those races, it's called the Dopey Challenge, and they have different, you know, challenges involved in that. Anyways, I'll open it up to you guys for questions. We're going to talk about Run Disney this morning. This is a hugely popular thing that happens Uh, this year. Eleven thousand six hundred and fifty some odd people finished the marathon which means there were well over 13, 14, 15,000 people there for the run Disney event, probably more. And uh, you could see it in the crowds, that's for sure. So let's talk run Disney. Anyone want to start? So yeah, tell me
0: about crowds. So uh, what are crowds like? Is it the same kind of crowd? I would assume it'd be mostly adults, right? Not a lot of teenagers there, I wouldn't think. But is it kind of the Is it the same kind of crowds or the same rides busy that are always busy or now because it's mostly adults? Is it a different kind of busy? Tell me about that.
1: Okay. I think, you know, in charity, you can talk to this too, but I think what has happened over the years is uh, this year it evolved a little bit, mainly because it was the 50th anniversary. And we were also closer to New Year's this year than we've been in a while. So the crowds were very elevated this year after the marathon. As you may recall, I posted pictures post-marathon in 2019 of an empty street in front of the Haunted Mansion. It was so deserted. Usually, marathon weekend is not crowded because it's usually adults, and a lot of people who are there are just running the races. They don't even go into the parks. A lot of people are hanging out by the pool. If they go to a park, it's Epcot, and so... A lot of of people don't even go into the parks, but this year it was packed and there were people everywhere. I saw an 80-minute line at Jungle Cruise. I stood in the longest line I've ever stood at. We walked to Pandora and we got in line. It said 60-minute wait. Three hours later, we got on the ride. It was insane. Um, We would not have stood in that line if we had known... That was what was going to happen, and that was the Monday after the marathon. Usually, a very dead day at the parks. All right, yeah. so that—that's the line, yeah. And it's very different. There, there, there are young people there, but uh, the young people there are usually surprised that it's marathon weekend. <laughs> so,
2: right, or or the family of a marathoner. Yeah, um, yeah, that's true. I know we've we've definitely made it into a family vacation, but that's a lot easier to do when you have like extended family to help take care of the child, or um, especially with kids you know that are not school age. Because with the school age kids knowing that this is generally held after they get back into school, that's the last thing on families' minds is to take their children out of school. Right as they're getting back in after a long break, so that that is, you know, another one of the reasons why, you know, of all the race seasons during the year, this is the one that usually has the least kids, um, or, or real, you know, full families. Um, it's just because it really is right there as kids are ramping back into the school year, and so you don't see as many, you know, parents taking their kids out. Um, Now, Todd, you, you talked about Epcot and, um, one of the memories that we had with Run Disney, um, was that they, you know, they would host these extra events, right? So like the pasta dinner at Epcot the night before the races, were they doing things like that this year or did they kind of scale it back and more just do races?
1: Yeah, I didn't see any of that this year. In fact, I hadn't seen that in a couple of years. The pasta races, of course, you have to pay for those things. The pasta dinners before the races, but it's been a while since I saw that. Um, there were some, there were some definite COVID changes to this year's races as far as uh, that stuff goes. Although we were uh, running a race very close to each other and people weren't wearing masks, but but there were some changes like uh that they were trying. Um one that was very obvious is if you've ever run a run disney event before you know that they put you in corrals. So based on your time, your proof of time, they put you in a corral. Well this year was very different because you had to have a po- you had to have a pre 4 hour time to even register a time, which means you have to have been able to run a marathon in under 4 hours to get a good corral spot, which if you know anything about running four hours is a pretty good time. I mean, that's a really good time. The majority of runners do not finish the marathon in under four hours. Um, I've only done that twice in my 15 years of running. So that's, I mean, I I had no shot this year at hitting that. And, uh, so that's a, that's a, um, that was a big change and they also did away with corrals they no longer call them corrals now they're starting sections starting sections yes it confused. we think nice it's a because-
2: vocabulary choice there
1: well i i we think it was because corral just maybe has a connotation of stuffing people into a small area we didn't know and then or somebody like else paddle. yeah well and somebody else said it was that <laughs> They may be doing that industry wide, like in, in a lot of marathons, they're changing that terminology away from corral. I don't know what the big deal about that is, but that was a big that was a weird change. And then here's the other thing about it is it didn't it didn't seem to matter what time you turned in. They put people in weird corrals like my wife. We submitted a pretty slow time for her and she was in section two and I was in section three. And we were just like, what? We didn't get to start together any day. It was just a, it was a weird year for uh, for for corral's or starting sections. So, anyway, speaking
0: of starting times, like I was concerned, like if you went on that weekend, I thought, well, maybe they're going to have the road shut down, or maybe, uh, maybe we can go to the park and nobody will be there because they will all be out racing. And then apparently it's, but this is all very early in the morning and all done by nine or 10 o'clock. Is that right?
1: No, it well, it depends on what race you're talking about, Randy. The 5K and the 10K and the half will generally all be done before the parks open. Some people are still running the half when the parks close, but
0: when the parks open, uh,
1: probably not. Uh, mm-hmm. For the full, there are definitely people running in the parks because we start at 5 you start at 5:30 in the morning and you I mean you have to be pretty darn good runner to be finished before the park's open of course the guy who won this year finished in 2 hours and 30 minutes <laughs> and so that was a pretty good time obviously but he was definitely done with the race before the park's open usually so the way the Walt Disney World marathon works and that's on Sunday of the week is that and they, change, they changed all the courses this year. We'll talk about that in a minute. I'm sure Mark will be interested in that. But for the marathon itself, you run you run on the streets of Disney until about mile five or six where you go into Epcot. And then you run through Epcot. And then you exit Epcot and you go to the Magic Kingdom. So you go to the Magic Kingdom about mile 10. You're about the Magic Kingdom about mile or nine or 10. And that's generally about a 7.30 or 8 in the morning for a runner at my pace, or maybe a little earlier. I I got the Magic Kingdom before the sun came up, so it may have been a little earlier. So running through Magic Kingdom, and then I get out and you run to Animal Kingdom. You get to Animal Kingdom about mile 16 or 17. Now, that's when you start seeing early arrivals to the park because, you know, the Animal Kingdom opens earlier. So people are starting to file into Magic to Animal Kingdom, and what they do is they'll have a, a a route for runners, and then when they see a gap in the race, they'll switch the route real quick. Like, they'll loop all the people that are at the park, they'll rush them across the way, and then they'll shut it down again, and only runners can cross. So it's kind of like, uh, you know, they're, they're hurting you around the park at that point. After Animal Kingdom, you're going to run through Blizzard Beach. You don't actually run through Blizzard Beach. It's kind of cruel. They run you around the parking lot. And then you get into Disney Hollywood Studios around mile 22 or 23. And literally, we ran behind the Tower of Terror and straight out of the park. We ran maybe a maybe a tenth of a mile in DHS. This year. Actually, it was 0.3 miles at DHS. Didn't hardly even get to see anything there. Well, you go through DHS and then you you spill immediately into the boardwalk area. And if you know anything about that area, you run that path, mm-hmm. the boat path from Epcot to DHS. So you run through and you're on the boardwalk and you run by uh, all that stuff there and you run directly in Epcot. And so most people who run the marathon, I'm going to say the average time is between 530 and 630. I would think the majority of runners are finishing between, you know, five and six hours, five and six and a half hours. And so most of those people are wrapping up around 1030 to 11 o'clock. So Epcot is pretty busy, but they don't open the world showcase. So only the front of the park is open at that point, but it is packed with people supporting runners and cheering. It's always a really fun part of that park. And they rerouted us this year at the end too, Mark, they put us, going through the new guardians of the galaxy ride. So we got to see the progress on that. And then we, uh, then we get out to the finish line there. So a lot of course changes through the races, Randy. Well, I would just assume
0: that after running, what is it? 26 miles. After running 26 miles, like I would go need an IV. I would (laughs) like lay in bed for the next week, you know, for the next five days and but is that the case or are those runners do they run a marathon and then go you know shower and hop on a ride like what's the
1: well if if you're smart you will because the worst mistake i ever made after a marathon was running and then going and laying down and watching a playoff game for 3 hours and then trying to catch up with my family and every muscle in my body had already decided the day was over and when I tried to go into the parks, I was literally using my kids strollers as a as my crutches, just kind of laying up over the strollers walk. couldn't walk downstairs. It, the smartest thing to do is try to walk it up, walk some of the soreness out that day after a race. You definitely want to do that. And then uh, so, uh, yeah, you definitely don't want to get sore and tense up and, and such. Um So my assumption
0: that that, you know, that all those runners aren't really going to be in the park, they run their race and then they're off doing something else. That's wrong because they're running their race and then they're going to the park all day or at least part of the day. Is that right?
1: Some of them are. Some of them are. Some of them are going home. A lot of people just leave directly after the marathon and go go back to wherever they are. A lot of people go to Disney Springs. I mean, it just depends on you. The thing about a Disney Run Disney race is it's really an entry-level drug into the racing world. So a lot of people are running their first, their second, or they're they've run Run Disney for years. They're just not really runners. You know, my wife would fit in that category. She's a finisher, is what she would say. And so she finishes all her races. She doesn't care about running the races. She just likes to be there and be a part of it. And I think she's probably a part of the majority of people who run the run Disney races. I think probably the majority or at least 50, 50, um, don't, don't really care about their time or anything. They're just there to enjoy running through the parks and the sense of accomplishment of finishing something like that, Randy.
0: So if, so for somebody who's in my shape, don't work out, don't run. I don't do any of that. No, no, no. Uh, or let's say rusty I'll, I'll throw him into the bus too with me <laughs> uh, for somebody like us could i walk up and do the 5k with no training and just do my i'm trying to i'm trying to walk across the park to in, in a hurry that kind of a speed walking can i can i do a 5k
1: yeah that yeah no no doubt charity do you want to say something <laughs>
2: Uh, I was going to say, I I call it my, we're late for a dining reservation speed. Uh, Right. Yes.
0: (laughs) I mean, I do have that speed. That speed I have.
1: I would say. You just
2: got to do that for like 45 minutes and you're golden.
1: Yeah. I would, I would say a good 20% of the people doing that 5k are doing that exact thing. And they're not, they, they've never run. A lot of people have never run a 5k before. They're just there to do it. And what the, you know, I will say the Disney Run Disney 5K is the race that sells out the quickest because that's the, that's so many people are just trying to do that to get that one medal and just to say they've done one. It basically, you run uh, the back street of Epcot for the first mile and then you get into Epcot and you run two miles in Epcot is basically what the 5K is. Now, the 10K, which you could also do, uh, they used to not even time the 5K they now actually time it uh but for this and i don't think they sweep people out of the 5k and what i mean by sweep is uh take you off the course if you're too slow i don't think they do that for the 5 or the 10k so the 10k they used to i don't you know, know I, if they do right now
2: but i don't
1: know they definitely
2: had the balloon ladies whenever we did a race
1: really that's interesting i have i've never seen the balloon ladies I, my wife took a picture of them once well, of we know course they exist you wouldn't no well, the the, uh, for
2: that.
1: The, um, the 10K, they changed completely this year. Used to, you would run the first mile and then on the streets in front of Epcot, then you'd go into Epcot, and then you'd run back out to the boardwalk and then you'd run back into Epcot. This year, they actually took us into Epcot and we actually ran to DHS and back to Epcot, which was a big change for those of you who've, who have run the races before and not run the 10K. Uh, the half marathon was very similar. That, that was the one they changed the least. But for those of you who are curious as to what they do when they run the half marathon, uh, you basically start on the back streets and go through Epcot and then you get to magic kingdom and then you run back to Epcot. And that's, that's the half marathon. So, I mean, you run to magic kingdom. you run, Yeah. Okay. Randy. So the
0: person, not me, if, I, if another person wants to do every race, that's called the dopey. Right. right and then, right. So would that be because of, you know, a a 5K, 10K, half marathon, full marathon? Is that four mornings then? You you have to be there for four different days?
1: Yeah. So basically, Mark, let me let you answer this one because I'm talking a lot and you haven't said anything.
3: (laughs) Yeah. So it's it's Thursday morning It's the 5K. Friday morning it's the 10K. Saturday morning it's the half marathon. And then Sunday morning it's the full marathon. So it's 48.6 miles. That's the dopey challenge. 39.3 39.3 is the half and full, which is the goofy challenge. And then you can sign up for any, any race, any combinations of races that you want. They have kids' uh, races, like 100 meter, one mile runs, you can do um, also.
1: Yeah, and each race has a mascot. So if you're a fan of a particular character, you may be enticed to run that race. There are people who like Oswald. We actually met a family who were big Oswald fans. And the reason they're doing the 10K is because they wanted the Oswald Medal for their Oswald collection. So, uh, Pluto is the official sponsor of the 5K. Oswald's the 10K. The, the half is Daisy and Donald Duck. And the full is Mickey and Minnie. Of course, you got the Goofy Challenge and the Dopey Challenge, which Mark explained. So, another thing about the marathons or the races are the characters. That's kind of a big deal. and. One of the things that, that really got people interested in running the Disney races were the characters because for years, they would bring out some of the wildest characters and like nobody, like people were just like, wow, what, where did this character come from? They've had Ludwig Gondrake. They've had Zoro, They've had Davy Crockett. They've had uh, Big Bad Wolf, Three Little Pigs, Oogie Boogie. They've had some really crazy characters on these routes. This year, uh, it wasn't that they had a lot of character, or that they had weird characters. They didn't really have unusual characters. They did have some really, I don't, if you were going to say one is like Mickey, like the most common character, the character you could see every day, and 10 is like the impossible, you're never going to see that character. They had some six or sevens out. They had like Robin Hood was out, Friar Tuck was out, you had, uh I'm trying to think of they had Wilbur from Meet the Robinsons, uh, which is kind of a nice little uh character to throw Bolt was out. It's been a while since Bolt's been out. Uh Phineas and Ferb were out. They haven't been out in a while. Um that so there oh, were no, some they
2: really haven't.
1: Yeah, there there were some weird, or some nice characters. And I will say at the full, it felt like there was a character every mile. It was. There were a lot of characters out this year at the fall. It was probably the best, as far as the number of characters. And so that's another now, interesting. They, yeah. Go ahead.
2: Were they just doing yeah, like just waving? Were they just waving or? Yeah. Spot? like was there a line for them or?
1: Yeah, they were. There were some pretty long lines. The five k and the ten k are where you're going to get your longest lines because those are people who are just kind of wanting to do the picture thing. I think the line for Pinocchio was insane. I, uh, we didn't stop for it, but it was a very long line. But yeah, you would st- you probably were ten feet in front of the character, and they would take the picture. I got some really horrible pictures where I was trying to take selfies and was trying to be in a hurry, and the characters were moving, and so I I started giving my phone to the camera attendants because I've got some almost comical pictures of me like turned one way and the character's like, you know, scratching their butt or something. I mean, it's just, it, it was, there were some terrible <laughs> pictures that I got. Um, So that's the other thing that I, we, you know, I was talking to some people about was this um, one of the ideas that people have is they, like, they won't tell the truth on their time to see if they can get in a higher corral because what they're trying to do is avoid the balloon ladies so, they can get in as many character lines as they want to, and they can walk the entire marathon. Because if you're in section one, you know, you can probably start walking, and the balloon ladies won't catch you, probably. If you walk fast enough, uh, it, it'll be close, but uh, you can afford to stop in some character lines if you're in section one or two or three, because they're, you know, uh, so Amanda was in section two for the 5k and the 10k and both days no for the for the 10k and a half i'm going to try to tell this as quickly as possible i don't want to bore people but she said she was like well why don't you just go ahead and start in section three and you catch up with me and i'm like well okay that, that i'll try it sounds like it'll be a stretch and so both days i caught up with her pretty quickly but it was eight minutes the first day before I started. After she had already gone, the second day it was twelve minutes. So it was it was a pretty long amount of time in between the time for she went. At twelve minutes is exaggeration. I was thinking of another year. It wasn't that that long. It was about eight minutes both days because I was in the back of my corral, she was in the front of hers, et cetera, et cetera. Because those those starting sections are pretty big. There's a lot of people in each one of those. You got to think if there's 12,000 people starting the race, they've got everybody in uh, six starting sections. So you've got, you know, 2,000 people in each one of these starting sections. So if you're in the back of that starting section, that's that's quite a bit of time goes by before the people in the start of that section mm-hmm. go. That sounded really boring and too technical. Anyways,
2: back <laughs> to the But I, I think we followed you. But the, So there were, there were six starting sections. And then the whole idea is that the balloon ladies start after the last starting section. And then what, they have like a 16 minute pace that they follow.
1: So the
2: the farther up you start, the longer period of time you have before they would catch up with you. And then if you don't keep a 16 minute pace from that point forward from the point that they catch up with you then you get swept off the course but as long as you keep ahead of them then you could technically walk the whole thing and make it
1: yeah they're they're um yeah they're the pace so they're setting that pace uh and you can you've got seven hours to finish but if you're in one of the corrals or starting sections in front of them there are people who finished the marathon at 7:23, who technically still finish because they were in starting section two, three, or four. So, anyways, uh, some of the changes this year's marathon. I mean, there weren't a lot. I mean, I did tell you about the course changes. They really tried to do the um, to do the expo different, but I've, I've from what I understand, it was another failure. We didn't get there till later but they said the lines were for merchandise were crazy and things were selling out and people were putting stuff on eBay as usual, the constant problem you'd think run Disney would figure out how to solve that problem. I mean, they've had years and years and years and years of races now. And that's the same thing every year they run out of certain things. Uh, they It's like they run out of the same things though. Like you would think they would order enough car magnets for, for the Dopey Challenge, because people like car magnets, but they still run out every year. And this was the, actually the first year we didn't get a car magnet. I was I'm kind of on the bitter bust about that one, but oh well, we'll be okay. All right, any other questions, thoughts about the Run Disney this year or the races? Uh, well,
2: I, I was just wondering, you know, did they have anything changed up you know that was more specific to COVID I mean obviously you guys weren't running with masks on um but you know was there anything that really felt different or because everything is outdoors was it more no, like normal it, than anything else it,
1: it really felt like a normal year I did I did not notice anything different I was I was trying to um I was trying to think about things that were different and I couldn't I mean, we still got the cheese at the end of the race, which is very important. We still, uh, you know, you still, still all the same old marathon stuff. It really felt the same announcers. John, Larissa, and Cree were there, and Riley. And uh, I always wear my Titan stuff, and they always yell, there's the Tennessee Titans fan, as if they hadn't seen one before. And uh, so anyways <laughs> – yeah, that was, the, that was the race. That's uh, the Disney Marathon this year. And I, uh, thanks for bearing with us. Uh, we have done probably seven or eight of these shows. They're always popular. Uh, I think people are just curious about Run Disney. The next Run Disney race will be Princess Marathon Weekend. And then the Spring Surprise, which is really interesting. What they're doing for that real briefly is that they are running old Disney races as what they're going to do. So they're going to run the Expedition Everest Challenge as the 5K, and the 10K is a—I uh, think it's the. What do you know? What it is, Mark? Is it Race I, for Taste? The tower, the tower, or is that? No, the Tower of Terror is the 10K. Is the not 10K the 10Miler? So it's a 5K, a 10K, and then a 10Miler. So three mile, six mile, ten mile. But the Tower of Terror is the 10Miler, anyways that's all we got for run disney this week thanks for listening to us next week we're going to actually talk about the trips we took and where we stayed and things we may have done different and and maybe talk about genie plus a little bit maybe we'll see so you're never too old to wish upon a star